Today's Leading Women episode 193. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Laura Baisel. Laura Baisel is the CEO and co-founder of Busy Fizz Bath Treats, the luxury bath and body company she began with her oldest son in 2004 when her son was just six years old. The science project turned business soared to new heights when it was introduced to celebrities in gift bags at prestigious award shows such as the Oscars, Emmy, and the Golden Globe Awards and continues to gain a Hollywood following. Busy Fish is claiming its space in the territorial beauty moss pit while remaining a family business with a heart. Women of the world, Miss Laura Baisel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. Now, Laura, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? Uh, well, we are a uh, handmade luxury bath and body company, and we specialize in um, bath fizzies and a full range of body products from babies to adults, and that includes men, men's items such as shaving and skin care, um, and it just runs the whole gamut of everything that you need to keep your skin soft and, uh, and healthy. Um, we actually started in 2004, um, and the way that we began was my son was six years old. We were doing a homeschool science project with um, the vinegar and volcano, uh, baking soda volcano, and um, with that, he kind of put two and two together and said, hey, this is the same reaction that happens with bath fizzies, and I said, yes, it is. And he said, well, can we make some? Uh, so I said, sure, I can try and make some. And uh, as soon as I gave him the okay and I said that we were going to make try and make some, some of these bath fizzies, he would come down every morning with a list of what he wanted, what he wanted them to be like, the names. Um, and he had such a, a passion for it that, I couldn't say no. And we just began to give them away as gifts. And uh, the whole concept took off and kind of gained its own momentum. And um, what never intended to be a business turned into a huge um, bath and body company. 
Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and you know how it evolved and came into existence and what a creative son you have there. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, This is my business? Well, I never intended to be uh, a businesswoman. I never intended to um, have a company of my own. Um, that my whole background is child psychology and development. And all I really wanted to do was have children and be a mom and be with children um, working with kids. Um, and we were homeschooling at the time, which gave me the freedom to teach the kids the way that I wanted to and creatively and kind of let them blossom from their own creativity and their own ideas and lead themselves into things that interested them. Um, and when we were doing the volcano project, uh, Skylar just, my son lit up from the excitement of it, from the idea of it. He was really learning something from that. Um, my defining moment has to be seeing his excitement that kind of led me in this direction because it was truly his push that started the entire, uh, the entire company rolling. Um, his ideas formed our bath fizzy line. Uh, my concept of, uh, baby products that I used to use on my children became our baby line. Um, and as he grew up, we started working together more and more in in other ways to come up with uh, concepts for other products to add to the line. And it's just been this passion project, I guess, with the two of us um, that led us in this direction. Wow, it must be a great feeling as a mom seeing the excitement of Skylar and, and going through with this uh, that started from uh, just a science project and now it boomed to like, wow, a full-blown business at this point. So wow, that must yeah. be so exciting. All right, now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? My drive um, right now is that this challenges me in a way that nothing else has. Um, it really kind of pushes my level of creativity um, and I it challenges me to keep coming up with products that I'm excited about. Um, and products that I like because everything that we make, we use ourselves. Um, a lot of it comes from necessity for our own purposes. Um, like the men's products, when Skylar started shaving, this has since he's 16 now, um, this kind of uh, blossomed into these other aspects of the company. Um, and so it kind of creates this constant learning environment for for me, business-wise, and um, for my children to watch how this all comes together and get involved and talk to customers and um, learn how to maybe do some of the graphics on the computer um, and things like that. It, it 
pushes that creativity level. And we always talk about what that our next step is going to be. Um, because at first we were very focused on our local area and kind of building a customer base. That was our big focus at the beginning um, when it started to take off. Um, we sat down and said, what do we need to do? Um, and we concentrated on getting into local stores. And from there, um, we then started kind of zeroing in on specialty markets across the country, which then branched into celebrity events and celebrity clientele. Um, and so that next step for us, it's, it's always looking at that next step and where you're going to go and how you're going to get there. Um, now we're focused on uh, major magazines and some international markets. And in the future, our, our grand plan is to have our own store with um, an emphasis on caring for the body and healing. And it's a different type of concept than just a normal bath and body store. Um, conceptually, it's it's more along the lines of a spa, but there, there are some things that, that will make it different and exciting and um, really inviting for customers to come into. So that's what keeps on pushing us forward is the, not only the momentum of the products getting out and getting bigger and bigger, but that idea that's at some point in time, we're going to have this very um, luxurious, wonderful place for our customers to go to have a true experience instead of just buying the items. So that's our our push. Right. So keep the momentum going. And it's really inspiring to hear that from you, how your family are so involved with it. And I can totally see that. I mean, I can't wait till you get your your store with with all of this in them, I mean, the products you're putting out there and reaching a wider market, like international market as well, because there's a huge market out there for this, I'm sure. So thank you for sharing that. So for our listeners, you know, the takeaway here is to create your vision, create a vision for yourself or for your company that inspires you, something that encourages you on a daily basis, something that gives you direction to keep moving forward. That's the, the takeaway here for creating that vision. And, and uh, Laura just shared with us her vision and the vision for her company, which is so amazing. So thank you for sharing that. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, <laughs> my mother always told me that I was very stubborn. Um, and I guess uh, while that can be kind of a, a, a bad thing when you're a child being very stubborn, but, um, it's actually a good thing when you, when you can, um, put that stubbornness into a business situation like this, um, because you find that it's not so much being stubborn, but you know what you want and you go for what you want. Um, you always find a way. I, um, tend to be very a very type A personality. Um, so I have to be very planned. I have to, um, I tend to stress over things a little bit more than, 
normal people, I think. Um, but all of that focuses me and it brings into, uh, into this line of vision what I want so that I can just find a way to get to that goal. Um, I love to learn. And I think in business, you have, it's a constant learning process. Every experience that you go through, everyone that you talk to, um, you learn a little bit more um, and you learn kind of ins and outs of things. You learn more to, to kind of step back and watch a situation and then um, figure that out and go full force into, um, into either a meeting, a project, um, a goal that you have. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, I have, I just set goals and I try very hard to, to plan it out in a way that will get me to that goal. So, um, I guess being stubborn is probably my hugest personality trait. Okay, so stubbornness, love, love to learn, and being goal-driven. Huge mm-hmm. personal traits there that we can all uh, adopt and cultivate and apply in our, our, in our lives in general. So for our listeners, I believe I tru- I'm truly um, on you about stubbornness because my mom used to tell me I am the most stubborn of all, but that because <laughs> when I want something, I really work hard to get it, no matter what. Right. So, yeah, it's, it can be a strength and can be a weakness. But for me, I see it as my strength. So I am on board with you with that one. So <laughs> this uh, personality traits that uh, Laura just shared with us, we can all cultivate and adapt them in our business building and in our life in general. So learn from what uh, Laura just shared with us. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, um, in the beginning, it was it was a big challenge because uh, we went into it not knowing what we were doing. Um, when we started our business, it was just a okay, let's see how this goes. Um, and it took about eight months of de- product development to get our products where I wanted them before we even started giving them away as gifts to people. Um, and that's part of my type A personality. Um, but we, during that, that long process, we learned along the way and um, learned that even though we had this idea and he, my son really, really wanted to do this, there were a lot of people out there that said, well, why, what are you, what are you doing? You don't know anything about this. Um, and you have a tendency to, when you're in business, um, get, and especially when you're starting a business, get a lot of people that will say, well, you can't do that, or you can't do it this way or something like that. But ultimately you really have to believe and remember and keep telling yourself that what you're doing is special and 
it is different and you do have a lot to offer people and customers because your passion is in that. Um, now the, the business and the, the beauty industry itself is, is really saturated. Um, there's a lot of products out there. Um, and that's, one thing that I have to remember is to keep telling myself that we are special. We do have a lot to offer. Um, and competitors can have a much higher ad budget than a small company just starting out. Um, I have learned along the way that customers that you have can be very, very loyal. And word of mouth holds a lot more weight than any print ad ever could. Um, word of mouth has done, has grown our company more than anything that we have done because when you have a good product that you have put your heart and soul into and you've perfected, um, it shows and that's quality and people really appreciate that. Um, and then once celebrities kind of started noticing us and tweeting and um, ordering from us, the word of mouth started to grow leaps and bounds from there. So um, I think the big challenges are getting over that hump of having people tell you, no, you can't do it. No, you can't do it this way. It has to, you have to do it their way. There's no real perfect way to do something. Um, and we started out not knowing what in the world we were doing, but we did it. And taking those first steps and just going out there and putting yourself out there, um, it really does pay off. So you, you just have to put yourself out there and believe in what you're doing. Wow, I totally can resonate with the, the challenges that you've shared, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are as well. I mean, overcoming naysayers is one of the the challenges that we often um, encounter, especially in business, and especially if we are not surrounded, for example, with business people or entrepreneurs around. And with me as well, that happened with me. I mean, I didn't know what an entrepreneur was early on, and I didn't grow up with anyone of uh, and any entrepreneurs. Um, around me so it was a lot of people saying okay why are you doing this why are you leaving your safe you know secure job for example like that so a lot of the people out there will challenge your idea will challenge you what you are doing but it's like what you, Laura just shared if you truly believe and passionate about what you're doing and you know that what you're doing is providing value to the world you you know, stand by your ideas, stand by your passion and, and ignore those naysayers out there because they, you know, more than, than more, you know, more of what you, you want to put out there than them. So don't be discouraged and don't um, give in to those uh, naysayers out there, but instead learn from uh, example, like Laura just shared with the challenges that she shared with us, learn from this, from, from them. And if this one happens to you, know that how to deal with them. Um, because that's the beauty of sharing with each other because we can learn from each other and support each other along the way. So thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. 
being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways the, you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, you know, being in business for yourself, um, it's an advantage and a, and a downfall that um, entrepreneurship is not a nine to five job. It's um, you have freedom for family. You have freedom to, um, you know, go to the gym if you need to or get out and take a walk if you need to. Um, and then on the other hand, Sometimes I end up working 20 hours a day if I'm on a deadline um, so that it would be almost nicer at that point to have a nine to five job. But, um, you know, it's there's a lot of freedom there. So you're you can be more creative and you can you can take the time for family to do what you want. I have learned that. um and I have along the way needed to make myself learn that uh, when you take a vacation, it needs to be a vacation. You absolutely have to decompress. Um, everyone needs it. Everyone has to have it or else um, too much stress is, is horrible for you. So um, I have to learn how to put the phone down not concentrate on business. I'm not going to send out emails. If I go on a vacation, it is purely vacation. Um, and that is it. And you kind of need to flip that switch and turn it off. Um, and it has to be something, especially for me, it has to be something that's conscious. You have to think about, no, I'm not going to reach for that phone. No, I'm not going to send this email. You can write it down write a note to yourself so that when vacation is over, that's the thing that you concentrate on. Um, but keep those moments for yourself and your family because everybody needs that. Um, I've made the decision that family and kids come first. Um, that's just something that has to be. Um, and for me, that's always since we started this business together, my son and I, um, obviously that's always been in the forefront of my mind anyway. Um, but when they need something, they have to come first. It had the work has to turn off. Um, easiest way that I kind of keep all this straight is that I schedule things in advance. Always. Um, I have a work calendar on my wall. And then I have a personal calendar at my desk. Um, so my work calendar has everything that I have, um, deadlines, uh, appointments, um, interviews, anything that is work-related, I have on my wall and separate. Um, my personal calendar obviously has everything else. Um, I try and schedule everything in advance so that those two really don't overlap. Um, and that seems to work out really well for me. Um, and it's something that I've done for a long time. So uh, it certainly has helped 
the family know when mom's available and when mom isn't available as well. Um, and I have to, you kind of have to think to yourself, what is it that is really, truly important? Because if, if everything was gone tomorrow, I still have my family. So ultimately that little um, place in my heart that I go to is family. So that's the nurturing. That's what I have to take care of the most. So I guess that's where my balance comes from is from my family. So Right. And it's really, it, it really comes down to setting your, what are your priorities and scheduling, you know, scheduling everything to you according to the, those priorities. So if you have your family as a priority, you will be able to schedule those things around your family. And of course, we have business to create and build. We have a business to build, but at the same time, we also have family to, to have to um, give time with. So it's all about, I'm really on board with you with, it's all about scheduling. I mean, put everything on the calendar calendar, your personal um, calendar that you've just mentioned and your work calendar, know what time, what day that you have to be with your family. And I love the, the fact that when you mentioned about really being present with them at the moment. So for example, if you are spending time with your family or even if you're having, having your downtime, be focused, be present at that moment and not think of work, for example, be really present in that moment. And then when you are working, then be present with your work because it's really hard. I mean, I totally... Uh, agree with what you said about it's work-life balance is really for me sometimes I say it's a myth because you know oftentimes we are so driven and passionate with what we're doing that it's no longer work for us but Mm -hmm. it's really important to really um, decompress like what you said to really have a downtime and spend time with with your family with other people that are important to you so whatever your situation is at the moment for our listeners out there work around it work around whatever your your, uh, situation is at the moment but the most important thing to remember is that not to neglect those that are important to you. So thanks for sharing your perspective on that. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about success and what success mean to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So Mm -hmm. am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Um, Success for me can be, I I think of it as, you know, it's it's not um, just focusing on this big thing that that happens. Success can be very small things and you have to learn to recognize and kind of celebrate the small things that actually happen. Like, you know, it can be as small as, um, your goal for the day is to send out five pitches. Um, and if you do that at the end of the day, you get all those five pitches out. That's fantastic. Um, sometimes we're so busy that I can't even do that. So, um, it's setting that, that kind of personal goal, even if it's a small thing, once you reach that, it will be kind of a weight off your shoulders and you'll feel like 
you know, I really got that done. That was great. Check that off the list. Um, and it feels really good to kind of reach those very small goals um, as well. So um, for me, that's those small successes. You kind of you have to recognize and celebrate those as well. Um, the enjoy the the customer impact that you have when someone writes to me and says um, my daughter's eczema. Uh, looks so much better because we used your product. Um, that's huge. That's a, a huge thing. Um, somebody, you're impacting somebody's life no matter what you do and no matter what kind of product you have or what kind of uh, 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 resource that you are for people, you're touching somebody along the way um, and you're impacting somebody along the way. And any impact, positive impact that you can have on anybody is a huge success. Um, we've been able, thankfully, because our business is successful, we've been able to um, give back to the community. We've been able to, you know, do donations for Autism Speaks. We did a um, huge uh, giveaway in um, the city in Detroit, um, with a, um, with a, someone that we brought in from California, who is a fashion stylist, um, who worked with Stevie Wonder. And we brought him in to Detroit to do a, a giving closet event and gave away a huge wardrobe to a woman in need in Detroit. So those things are, um, kind of making, sit back and say, this is truly what it means to be successful. Helping somebody, um, making somebody feel good. That's to me is the heart of being successful. It's not the money part of it. It's not, you know, how big can you get? It's what kind of an impact can you have not only on the world around you, but to the individual people that you see. It's just, um, it's amazing to see somebody smile at, you know, because of what you did or because of what they felt like when they used your product. It's, um, it's, an, it's an amazing feeling. It's just something that you kind of have to soak in and say, this is what it's about. I mean, this is the reason why we all do what we do is because we love it um, and it has an impact on people. Wow. Success is achieving and celebrating those small and big wins. Success is all about impacting other people's lives with the products you are putting out there and success is being able to give back give back i love those and it's really the essence of success because you know when we know that what we're putting out there is making other people's lives easier or better or they make them, them happy that's all that's what is more fulfilling and gratifying um at the end of the day so i love your insight about success that our listeners can learn from as well so i love that you share that 
Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past, Laura. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success, or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, you absolutely have to believe and be passionate to be able to do what you do every day. Sometimes you'll wake up in the morning and say, I just do not want to to do this today and everybody has those moments but if it's something that you're passionate about and if you really believe in that's going to be your your ignition switch to to get up and get fired up and and get to doing what you love to do um you have to uh build a support system Um, whether it's associates or family or a little bit of both, um, because there's always people, like I said, that will um, doubt and will try and kind of bring you down. And um, really, it's how you respond to that that will define whether you move forward or not. Um, And having that support system in place will be... um, a huge, huge advantage to you um, to kind of pick yourself back up and keep moving toward your goal Um, because you have to set smart goals. What I mean by smart goals are, I call it smart. It's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. And if you can set a goal and check out all of those things and say, yep, this is what I'm going to do, then that is a goal that you can reach. You just have to keep on moving forward to do that. And a support system will certainly put you there. Um, Learn and use social media. I I cannot say that enough. Um, when we started, there were, there really was no social media. I mean, we had MySpace. Um, there was no Facebook. There was no Twitter, no anything like that. So we've had to learn a lot along the way on how to use social media. But social media is such a huge tool for entrepreneurs and for business owners. Um, you can reach so many more, so, so many groups of people um, on a higher level than, you know, just putting an ad in a magazine or, you know, putting an ad on the side of a bus or on a billboard. You can, that personal interaction is what a lot of customers like about a business and especially a small business is that they can talk to you. They can, you are, you're on their level and they can ask you questions or they have an interest in kind of behind the scenes kind of things with the business. If we post a picture on Facebook of the 200 fizzies that we made that are on our drying rack and say, woo, it's been a, it's been a big day. Um, people 
like that. They like to see the the human being behind the business. And um, if you can use social media, that is, um, it's a huge advantage. And it's a, it's an advantage that we didn't have when we started. Um, it's a lot to take in because it changes every day, but um, learn it and use it as much as you possibly can. Great uh, takeaways there with what you've shared. So the first one is to believe and be passionate with what you're doing. I can't stress this enough. I mean, if you're really passionate about what you're doing, you know, those days that are you're feeling down are not going to be as hard as uh, if, if you're not passionate about what you're doing because it really gives you that edge. So be really sure and passionate about what you're doing and what you're putting out there because that's really important. And then the second one is to build a support system. Huge here as well. I mean, whether that be family, whether that be peers or um, advisors on your business, really create that system, that support system around you so that not only you can ask for help, but also can give you support during those times that you need some, some support. And then the third one is to learn and use the power of social media. Oh my God, I truly I agree with you what you said, because it's really powerful if you can leverage the power of social media in reaching our a wider audience, reaching our clients, reaching our customers. Because especially now that we are more and more driven into international markets, for example, the internet is really reaching a wider audience internationally as well. So we, if we learn how to use social media for our business, it really will help change and and increase our growth as well. So I love that you share those tips uh, for our listeners to learn from as well. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? Well, in most uh, cities across the country, I didn't, I didn't know this until I was looking for kind of business advice online. And there are a lot of people that... Um, that will give you business advice, but you have to pay them for it. Um, there is a resource out there called SCORE. It is the Service Corps of Retired Executives. Um, and SCORE is a um, organization that is in pretty much all cities across the United States or most major cities across the United States. Um, and they are a free organization where they will um, put you in touch with a mentor, um, an executive who's been in the business, who knows kind of the in and outs of, um, of working through small business needs and developments and ideas. And um, they will, they donate their time and their expertise to kind of help um small business owners or people that are just have an idea and are trying to get on their feet. Um, and they have given wonderful advice. They will, um, help you work through a business plan. They will help you, um, figure out how to reach certain goals. If you're stuck, um, they are, probably the most wonderful resource out there for small businesses um, because of the, the mentorship that, that you can get um, because you are talking to and getting advice from people that have been there, that know how to do it, that um, know what your needs are um, and will help you 
100% of the way, um, no matter what. So that has been probably the most amazing business resource and it's a free resource. So anybody that needs it um, can use it. And it's really, really wonderful. All right. And that's the score.org. And uh, I'm definitely going to be putting that one on our show notes because I truly believe that it's a great resource for any one of our listeners out there who are thinking of going to business or are already in business. It's a great resource uh, just, that Laura just shared with us. So that's score.org. I'll have that one on our show notes as well. Now, Entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? I um, read a book called The Boss of You, Everything That a Woman Needs to Know to Start, Run, and Maintain Her Own Business. Um, It's by uh, Amira Mears and Lauren Bacon. That um, book... I liked it personally because it's written from a woman's point of view. Um, and it, it, um, I I liked it because not everybody wants this kind of grow big and fast kind of technique in business. Um, we were starting out very small and I didn't know what I was doing and it wasn't a, kind of, we want to become millionaires in two years kind of a thing. It it was, it, this book focuses on how to run a business that kind of grows at a sustainable rate over time where, um, the aspects of the business are very close to your heart. It's very personal. Um, and they kind of help you when you're dealing with a business that is more, heart-based than money-based because our business I've watched over the past 10 years I've watched my son grow up through this business I've you know he's had his moments of success um in the business like when he was eight years old he did his first um his first powerpoint presentation for a wholesale account um and it's those moments that make this business more about, um, more about emotion. And it's very emotionally tied to me than, um, than kind of a financial thing. Um, and that, that book kind of focuses on, on that kind of a business. Um, because we've, I mean, we've been approached by Shark Tank twice now. Um, and we've turned it down both times because um, this business is for me so emotionally, um, I've got so much emotion and so many memories tied into the business that if we lost it because um, it grew too fast or somebody made a mistake or uh, we went on Shark Tank and didn't get a deal and uh, suddenly our growth was huge and didn't have investors to help with that, um, I think that I would be crushed. So, um, you know, you don't need to be a multimillionaire to be happy. You just need to find that happiness within yourself and what you're doing. 
Wow. And for our listeners out there, the book is The Boss of You for women uh, who are in business by Amira Mears. I'm definitely going to have that one on our show notes and I'm definitely going to be picking up that book because the way you describe it, oh, I could just I just want to jump in and get it and <laughs> divorce. So thanks for sharing that. Now, in my mind, Laura, you are a superhero or a superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or a superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Oh gosh, superhero. Um, that, that one's a hard one. Um, I think probably my superhero is a book character um Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter series and I say that just because um she was proud of being the best um she never apologized for it she was never embarrassed of being the smart girl um, she was never embarrassed about her background, um, and she treated everyone and everything with respect, and she treated them fairly. Um, so I think um, a superhero, I, I think that would be the person that I would, if I had to pick a superhero, that's who I would choose. Okay, so Mary Gundam of the Harry Potter. Mary Gundam of Harry Potter. It's Hermione Granger. Um, okay. Gundam Granger. Okay, I'm definitely going to put that one on okay. our... <laughs> I'll have, I have to research on what, what the, about, about him because I, I, I read the book Harry Potter and I watched one of the series, but not all of them, so I'm not really you know, familiar with it. I should be. <laughs> My uh, my youngest sister is really into it, so that, that, that's her passion. But thanks for sharing. Okay, so last but not the least, Laura, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it, and then we'll end from there. Okay. Well, um, we it, it's it's really, really hard to kind of find a moment to yourself in the world these days. Um, everybody's so busy and constantly on the go, go, go. Um, you know, even kids are, you know, so overplanned and tend to be really tired and have big schedules, probably just as big or bigger, um, than adults do. Um, and our products kind of create that moment just for you, just to focus on you and have, your moment and your time to relax or have a fun little um, moment to yourself. Um, a bath can be very, very drying to your skin and our products combat the effect of that along with um, just being indulgent and fun. Um, each recipe that we have for our bath fizzies is different. It's not just one, um, one thing every time with a different color or in a different scent there. Um, it can be a milk bath an oatmeal bath for dry skin. Some have flower petals that come out. So you get a really indulgent, lovely, um, moment to yourself. Um, and for the kids, we have some that, um, 
little sponge animals will pop out of or um, star and moon confetti come out to play with or, you know, it just gives them something fun for themselves as well to kind of let the kids decompress and and have a moment to themselves because kind of everybody needs that. Um, our our butters and our oils are, well, our butters are all fair trade. So the women in the villages in Africa where um, the butters come from who go through that long, hard process of making uh, the butter will actually earn the money instead of the money going to the men in the village. Um, we're very proud to be a part of that. Um, so our, our products are give you that indulgent moment, no matter who you are, what your age, female, male, it is just this perfect moment for you. All right. And where can they uh, purchase this uh, uh, BC Fisher products? They can get them at uh, www.busyfizz.com is our website. Um, and then uh, you can find us on Facebook and Google Plus under uh, Busy Fizz Bath Treats. Um, you can find us on Twitter at BusyFizz and, um, you know, Instagram, Pinterest, Vine, all the other uh, social media outlets that are out there and um, various stores, specialty stores across the country. All right. So that's BusyFizz.com. So B-I-Z-Z-Y-F-I-Z-Z.com. And I'm definitely going to have this one on our resource uh, notes as well. But for our listeners out there, I highly recommend you to check this, check them out, check the products, try the products, and you're going to love them. And that's, you can purchase them at BusyFizz.com. And from there, you can link to their social media profiles. So for our listeners out there, if you're not able to get that link, that I'm going to have them on the show notes. But again, that link is busyfizz.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Laura Bicell or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Laura, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. It's been really fun. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg